on, everybody? Welcome to Batman News Weekly, episode 74 in year two. Although it is a new year, it's still technically year two. Uh, it's going to be an extended year, like I said. But uh, life's been kind of crazy. Before we jump into the craziness of life, uh, today is Clay's birthday. So everybody give Clay a happy birthday. Yes, in it is. Wherever you listen to this, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is it? Two eight, two nine, two seven? Uh, 29. I'm 29 years 29. old. 29. Damn, enjoy. See, at least you didn't get sick. I got sick on my 29th birthday. My cousin's child was here and they were complaining all day. I was like, what is your what is this baby crying about? Uh he had a stomach flu, gave my whole family a stomach flu when I was supposed to have a big party for the nice. my 29th birthday. And uh yeah, that was my 29th birthday. So you got lucky if you don't have a stomach flu. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but uh so happy birthday to Clay, everybody. Uh, but, um, we are seven days into 2021 and it's trying to already make a, make a name for itself against 2020. Yeah, for real. Jesus. And and it's from America. It's hilarious because I literally just scrolled past, um, a meme about, uh, it says person vaguely addressing current events before starting a meeting. And I feel like that's how everybody is right now. It's like, oh man, what a crazy life we're living right now, huh? Okay, anyway, how's how's life been doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, if you're not in America, there was a lot of political drama uh yesterday, which was just insane. The crazier thing, and the way I can kind of tie it to Batman, is Tom King lives in DC. Yeah. So like he was like literally on Twitter saying, like, I'm staying away from the craziness right now. And then three hours later, he was showing like he was like, I'm, you know, freaking. Well, because no, he even he even put his two pictures together, which was one during the summer where yeah. they wouldn't allow anybody within 10 to 15 uh, feet of the Capitol like property line, not even the yeah. Capitol stairs, the Capitol property line. They kept everybody 10 to 15 feet away from it. And then freaking this freaking happened. I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's just kind of scary and seeing one of our most important buildings in history was so easily like taken over just by a bunch of group of white people. It's <laughs> like we we want our way. Um, oh my god, dude! The what I got this morning from you was absolutely hilarious. Yes, Animaniacs. Yes. <laughs> it was fantastic, dude. Uh, if you guys have not seen it, there's this hilarious meme uh, with the Animaniacs intro and this Trump supporter that got maced. We look, we you guys, if you listen to this podcast, you know where we stand when it comes to political things. You know, we're not a big fan of Trump. I'm sorry. It's just how we are. But uh, that shit was hilarious. Uh, it's unfortunate that... Uh, People died, which was the craziest thing. Yeah. Like, I, I only thought it was one person. Apparently, five people have died. Yeah, um, one of them being a cop. So, yeah. like, which is the even more insane thing because you're supposed to see this, like, you know, we're all Blue Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. And then that's the blue fighting. and all this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, it just goes to show you that it's not, you know, that party doesn't give a fuck about anything. It just cares about Trump and that's it. Well, it's like, funny. People are laughing now because back in the summer during everything with the Black Lives Matter movements, Trump signed an executive order saying 
that if anybody destroys government property, it's an automatic 10 years. Yeah. So, and they're actually arresting people. FBI is like looking into everything. People are getting arrested in their homes and everything else. So uh, there is also somebody like, oh, I'm, I can't tell you who it ex- exactly is, but I saw the screenshot. People want to do it again on the 19th of January. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, well, the National Guard says they'll be there for the next 30 days. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. It was uh, it was something to, to just watch yesterday. I was just like, what was insane was it happened right after another big historical moment that happened the day before and that morning was the Democrats took over the control of the Senate, which is something that hasn't happened in years. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's this is this hasn't happened in a very long time. So obviously one base is extremely upset and the other base is like, fuck, yeah. Like, you know, so uh, it's going to be interesting, you know, like just like uh, what we're currently going through in DC Comics, like things aren't going to just automatically get better. Um, You know, things are they've sucked for a while. They're probably still going to suck and hopefully go up. I think things right now in our country suck and hopefully we're hoping they'll go back up. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for the madness to be over. Like, although like January is usually a cool month for me because it's like my birthday is today's your birthday. Uh, I'm just like, can I just fast forward to February? <laughs> Cause like <laughs> just get this madness over with. Um, but yeah, it, it, that was insane. I was just like, I don't know. I just buried myself in work. I was like, I'm not even going to look at this stuff. It's insane. Uh, the memes are hilarious, though. The memes are so funny. Um, so one thing I can count on the internet is to provide some hilarious memes in terrible situations. That um, is the truth. Yeah, so we had that uh, was the craziness. And we have a we have entertainment news. It's not a lot of crazy stuff, but something we haven't hit on in a really long time that is also very drama-filled is the stuff going on with Ray Fisher because yes. it literally dropped minutes before we started recording this podcast. We record mm-hmm. on Thursdays now, just FYI for people that don't know. And uh, Clay's in a new job too now since the last podcast. Yes. Uh, so we record a little earlier than we used to. Uh, this report from Variety, what just dropped, yeah, like I said, minutes before we started recording this podcast, uh, refuting something that Ray Fisher said on Twitter that hinted at Jeff Johns not being a part of W Warner Media going forward. Correct. Uh, yeah. He went on this uh, Twitter thread because the rap was saying that Ray Fisher himself stepped down from the role of cyborg mm-hmm. um, in the Flash movie, and he said he he was basically saying, "Hey, you need to get rid of that article because everything you're saying is not true." And so he mm-hmm. went on this thread. And, you know, talking about Hamada, talking about Joss. And then here he says that uh, what are, uh, the WB pick, uh, PR team was uh, struggled to regain control of the narrative ever since they failed to bury me in the jail investigation with the September 4th hit piece, which unsurprisingly was written by the same reporter. Uh, more on WB per PR and uh, Joanna Fuentes later. Uh, mm-hmm. it, but he says the fact is Justice League investigation led to Warner Media and its affiliates uh, parting ways with Joss Whedon. Jeff Johns will be 
following suit. Had Walter Hamada gotten in, uh, gotten his way, none of that would have been possible, and the cycle of abuse would have continued. And then an hour, well, four hours later, mm-hmm. this piece comes out now. Yeah. And the title of this piece, of course, is Jeff Johns still working with Warner Media despite Ray Fisher's claim uh, writer is leaving studio. And when Ray started to say that Jeff Johns was leaving, everybody was freaking out. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. for once, I think I was playing devil's advocate. I was being the voice of reason. I was like, yeah. okay, Ray can say whatever he want on Twitter until it's confirmed. Nobody should be getting excited. Like yeah. nobody should. And with within hours, here is here it is. Yeah. Variety is saying that he is still working with Warner Media. Uh, I haven't had time to really read it because, like we said, it was just like moments ago. Yeah. But you know, I don't seem too surprised. You know, everybody's like, oh, well, he hasn't been promoting this or he hasn't been promoting this. Ever since his backlash. Mm-hmm. on justice league he has cut ties with social media yep. he knows that anything he puts out there people will just bombard him so why even try to promote yep. anything when he knows that he's going to get flooded by snyder fans by you know now ray fisher fans like mm-hmm. it's going to happen so yep. you shouldn't use the reasoning of Oh, he hasn't promoted Stargirl in a while, or oh, he hasn't been promoting uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he knows, and he's being smart with it. Yeah, it, it just it, it is smart for him to to do that. So yeah, yeah, it didn't it didn't hurt his Joker sales. From what we nope. heard, were as- astonishing is what some people were saying about the sales of it. And I think it's just smart, you know. Like, it's unfortunate, like. When it comes to these things and you're in the media, right? Because we see this a lot happen to like sexual assault allegations, right? Um, A lot of men are, you know, a lot of men get accused and then very little, I want to preface that, very little of them like come out and are able to clear their name. Um, A lot of them just kind of like disappear or come out, just come back like five, ten years later or whatever, you know? Um, But like, I don't know. So with this particular thing, it is probably best for Jeff Johns to just stay quiet and keep working. He's like, uh, nobody really, I'm not, I'm not fucking, you know, Brad Pitt or somebody, you know what I mean? Like I'm just a writer and I work behind the scenes. So I'm not really need to be like in the face of things. So I can just keep doing my thing and this will eventually go away. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know if that's something that his PR team told him or it's just something he decided on his own. But for, I mean, from when this all started, Ray Fisher named three people, right? It was Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, and who else? Or maybe he named four people. Um, didn't he name like Emmerich or something? Uh, yeah, uh, Toby Emmerich. Yeah, Jeff Johns and uh, and Joss Whedon. Yeah, and those, then those Walter came in later. Yeah, yeah. Which so, the other part of that news is um, not yesterday, two days ago. Um, Walter Hamada re-upped his deal at DC Film as DC Films president. Um, yeah, so 2023. Yeah, this also um, got some people upset. And, mm-hmm. I mean, 
he I wouldn't say he's untouchable in this instance. I'm just yeah. I I genuinely think that he is so far away from being like right there in the nitty gritty of the Justice League, like reshoots yeah. and all of that, where he could very easily just be like, well, that necessarily wasn't in my control because I wasn't informed of any of this stuff. And this is exactly what we were talking about in the very beginning yeah. of this whole entire investigation. So, you know, the whole thing with Joss Whedon leaving his HBO Max uh, drama or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, that was probably going to be the deal, you know? Hey, because as Fisher said, Hamada said he would throw Whedon under the bus if he got to keep Johns. And that's looking like that's the deal that they made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the biggest loss either, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no. like, oh, we're cut, we're cut, we cut, we cut Josh. That's all right, cool. You know, mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like you need as much as people may hate or like Johns, he's one of the best comic book writers out there. So if you're like, look, we're still, you know, we're doing better when it comes to comic book movies, but we're about to launch Green Lanterns and that's going to be a movie and TV series. Like this guy revolutionized that character. Like we need to keep him around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So I can totally see why that's going on. Now, I know a lot of people were saying that like Hamada didn't technically become the president until after Justice League, but he was involved in Shazam because he was at Lionsgate. So that's why they're tying this together. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the whole thing with that is he actually had ties with, uh, um, oh my gosh, um, who directed freaking Aquaman? Um, James Wan. Wan, yeah. Juan's connection to uh, the production company that they work for is what got Hamada in. Yeah. And that's when they decided, oh, he is the best choice. And then that's also how we got us. Is it Sandberg for Shazam? Yeah, David Sandberg. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that that's how they're connecting those dots there. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see like. I, as you know, I've been the devil's advocate this whole time, just because like when it comes to this kind of stuff, like, I don't know, man, I always have to like see both sides. Usually when it's something big, like Weinstein, when there was like 80 women that came out, I'm like, yeah, this guy's probably guilty, you know, but besides Fisher, there hasn't really been anybody huge or vocal coming out and talking about this. And there's no telling if we'll ever get the full story. Like, will we ever get to hear what Gal Gadot said? Like, you know, I would figure she would have made like waves. And the one thing about these kind of issues that usually happens in the media, especially like people like TMZ or whatever, when it's a juicy story like this, that shit usually leaks. Like if it's like Josh Whedon made advances on Gal Gadot's or whatever, that shit would leak out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for none of that to come out, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of skeptical. You know what I mean? Um, just because I'm like, dude, I'm getting all my information from Ray Fisher. And that's kind of, I was like, why am I not getting it from anywhere else? You know what I mean? That's what makes me skeptical about certain things. Not saying Fisher's lying or anything like that, but it's what makes me question it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but on the other side of the, uh, on the other side of the fucking fence, I'm like, yeah, Warner for PR reasons. Yeah, we'll cut Whedon 
and we'll keep everybody else just because if you were to cut Hamada, then Juan's probably going to be like, that's that's like my best friend or whatever. Like, what the fuck? And then Sandberg might be like, yo, like, well, Hamada brought me in. Like, there's loyalty in film. You know oh, what I mean? There, there definitely is. But the one thing that I will say that could kind of ease people's minds, because, I mean, I'm still on the fence as of Jeff, who Jeff John is as a person, if any of this is legitimate. So, yeah, would it be like the righteous justice thing to do to kick him off of WB? Yeah, sure, whatever. But when it comes to Hollywood politics, and this is what I told a group chat of mine, I said, Mm -hmm. Hollywood politics is Hollywood politics. So, yes, we may get the article of Jeff Johns is still working with WB with Warner Media. Yeah. He may no longer be executive producer they may demote him all the way down to just writer. And he just continues to write things for Stargirl, for Green Lantern Corps, for Green Lanterns, for Titans, and things like that. Like, we both enjoyed his writing. And if that is what got him in, that is his sweet spot. And so maybe they just need to be like, hey, you've had too much power you took advantage of it. It wasn't cool. Here's your slap on the wrist. And not yeah. a lot of people are going to like it, but it is what it is. And he no, he can no longer do the things that he either did or attempted to do with the reshoots of Justice League. Yeah. It also comes down to like what's in his contract, right? Because yeah. if he's contracted to be on all of these shows going forward uh, as an executive producer – then it comes down to like, fuck, he is contractually obligated that we have to pay him a cut because they had to, if I'm not mistaken, for Gal Gadot, like that Rat Pack company was supposed to be a part of Wonder Woman 1984. And yeah. he had like a sexual assault allegation and Gal and Jenkins were didn't like, they we're pay him, didn't they pay him out? Yeah, they had to pay him out. Yeah. And that's one movie. So if you imagine that, if John's is like, I'm a part of all these shows and all these movies going forward you better pay me big then. And they're just like, fuck, like what if all these suck and we got to pay him this big lump sum? Like, you know, so that's also a thing too. Like you gotta, you gotta find a money trail. So I don't know. Uh, Like our big assumptions are, uh, we also found out that, you know, Ray is no longer a part of flash, which we easily assumed. Why would you work with somebody that's causing you a lot of problems? And Um, the thing is this whole allegation of like him stepping down and everything else, um, I can personally say, I will not say from who, because I promised that I wouldn't say who gave me this information. I was able to see the casting chart, the very, very first casting chart of The Flash. Yeah. That's where I saw Cyborg by name, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan by name. And then, of course, we all knew that, oh, man, this might possibly be a Flashpoint movie. Yeah. Um But just like any movie, any draft, any first draft, it's going to get edited. Yeah. And with that, characters might be cut. You know, we haven't heard anything about a Flashpoint Batman coming back. Mm -hmm. So maybe they have completely scrapped it because we get the craziness of freaking Michael Keaton. And we get the craziness of Ben Affleck also being a part of that. So, I mean, cuts needed to happen. Now, trust me, I understand that, like, 
because of the climate that we are in, cutting the black superhero is probably not the smartest thing to do. Yeah. But it is what it is. And with WB kind of being in conflict with Ray right now, they're going to cut him at the knees and they're going to be like, fine, you don't get, you don't get this job if you're going to treat us like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, not to make a joke about the whole thing, but Ray Fisher is playing the best cyborg possible because cyborg always gets cut from everything. So he is really playing the character. I mean, it is true though. (laughs) It is true. He, he was supposed to, for people that don't read comics, Cyborg was supposed to be the leader of the Justice League at one point, and then they just cut him. There yeah. like, oh, yeah, and that was on. because of Flashpoint, because he was yeah. like a liaison to the White House in that, in that book. And they're like, oh man, this would actually be kind of cool. And he never was the leader. Yeah, so um, that sucks, you know. Uh, I, obviously, we're going to keep hearing about this, but I'm... It feels like it's not really going to go anywhere after this. Like, I don't think it's going to go anywhere, unfortunately. You know, uh, the whole thing is, for me, is people getting what they deserved. And, I mean, if John's... And like you said, like you said from the very beginning, I was very passionate about this. I was just like, mm-hmm. Man, that fucking sucks. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And you told me, it is not illegal to be an asshole. Yeah. John's can be the biggest asshole ever yeah it's not going to get him jailed it may get him fired but because he's good at what he does people are going to kind of like you know move away from it and be like no i I didn't see anything well well, i i i don't know you know they're gonna play that game and like i said if the worst comes to worst, he's going to get a slap on the wrist and he'll still be able to write all of the characters that he wants to write and he'll still make the money that he wants to make. Yeah. Yeah, when you when a business knows you're good at something, you get away with a lot more. I mean, even at the job I left that I left recently, like I knew I knew a lot. I had a lot of experience there and so they listened to me most of the time when it came to things and I was able to get away with a lot just because they're like, fuck, he's a good worker, blah, blah, blah. So when you're good at something, people will let you slide a little bit more. And even if you are an asshole. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not illegal to be an asshole. I will say I've got to meet John's once. He was fucking cool and nice as fuck. Um, but that's only one time of meeting him. I don't know him personally or anything like that, but he was nice when I met him. Um, but uh, to move on from that, uh, we have a bit more news. I guess we'll stay kind of tied to that with this Zack Snyder news. Besides, like all the you know, what is it? The zombie movie called that's coming out. Um, I don't even like, remember the like proper name for it. I think it's uh, yeah, it's like a prequel to his old movie, right, or something. I think something like, of the dead. I know it's something yeah. of the dead. Um, but anyways. Zach, I saw this in an article, and I don't know if you saw this. I think it was like on CBR, but they had like a link to something else that Snyder has said. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. There you go. That Snyder has said that this is it after Justice League. Like there is nothing else after this. There, he there is lucky enough to be doing this. There is no plans. And here's the thing. And I know your juice is going to roll his eyes when I say this, but well, I was going to say there was probably no plans for 
an Avengers too, but we know how the MCU works. They planned mm-hmm. a shit ton ahead. Yeah. But majority of the time when people make a movie, they're not planning for a sequel because it all depends on the cash flow. Same mm-hmm. thing in regards to like how we were talking about Jeff Johns. Same thing happens here. If for some fucking crazy reason, HBO Max gets millions of new downloads and like steady subscriptions, mm-hmm. then they will probably consider it. Yeah. But I mean, I can totally believe him saying, okay, there are no plans as of now. And of course, Snyder is the type of guy who is a creative. So he will still probably look at the routes of like we were saying with him wanting to make it into a comic book or Mm -hmm. possibly going to WB animation being like, Hey, could we possibly do an animated movie for it? You know, things like that. Yeah. I'd be cool with the comic book. I'd even be cool with an animation voiced by the people in the The cast. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Um, But I've said from the start, because one of my biggest things, and, and I saw the thing I did roll my eyes at, uh, that came out, I think, last week or maybe a few days ago, was that Snyder fans are starting to do a petition to bring back the Snyderverse. And that was yeah. the thing that I was like, this is why you don't give him his movie back, because they were never going to be satisfied. Like, it's not going to just, we just want the Snyder cut. No, no, no. I was like, it, they will keep going until they get everything they want. And I was well, like, and it's like giving I a screaming also, child what they want. I also like counteracted with that, with the whole thing with HBO Max needs content. Now, I'm not saying that HBO Max needs to be solely Snyderverse, but you know, freaking Netflix and Hulu and everything. Else, well, I think mainly Netflix because they have the bigger library, and you could probably look into a little bit more. They have quote unquote franchises, things that might connect or whatever. And you could possibly do the same thing here. You have the Snyderverse, but you also have other DC properties that have nothing to do with Snyder, you know? And that's yeah. just, that could give you more content. And so I can understand the reason why people are wanting this because mm-hmm. there's an easy answer in HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. My thing is, and I don't know how you felt about this, but we had what we're going to be, I guess. Well, I guess we haven't really talked about it. I didn't have it written down, but I guess I just thought about it now. Um, So just a quick thing is Batman's still filming. For those of you that are curious about the London lockdowns that are going to be happening in Europe, Batman's still filming. They get a pass to keep filming. So the movie shouldn't be delayed, barring anybody there getting COVID. But we had this like crazy news cycle. Was it two days ago? With you sent me something in the morning about... Michael Keaton going forward as the new DC yes. yes. Batman. And it blew, it got blown up. Uh, it was on CBR. It was on Batman News. It was all over Twitter. And when you sent it to me, through the wording that was there, it made me think Pattinson and Keaton going forward were going to be in the DCEU. And I was like, okay, so I guess Flashpoint's going to bring in Pattinson and then there's going to be an old Batman and a new Batman. That just seems kind of weird. And then you were like, no, 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 Pattinson's going to be in his own and Michael Keaton's going to go forward. And I was like, well, that doesn't fucking make any sense. And then the writer of the article came out and said, no, Keaton's only going to be in Flashpoint. 
Yeah. And and then earlier in the week, you sent me photos of Ben Affleck looking like shit. He, like, he looks does very not. Thin. He does not look good. Um, I don't know if it's for a role. Hope. That's hope. what. That's what a lot of people are saying. We. I talked to several other people about this. Um, which. Uh, if any of the assholes that are taking these pictures or listening to this podcast, stop posting his fucking address in those pictures. Like, n- totally not cool. Um, yeah. But he doesn't look great. And I don't no. know if it's just like for the fact that he is just stressed. Um, he, it looks like he hasn't slept in days. Um, yeah. but, photos are literally him flipping off the paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> like, And, you know, there is like a... A sense that it may be for a role because recently i think he has lined up at least four different roles already mm-hmm. like in the new cycle of like hey we know that he's going to be in these four different productions yeah so i, I don't know but he doesn't look yeah like- yeah so because i'm very curious about this right is he still in the flash like it, i would assume he is i would assume he it, is because if, if he, he looks like that, how is he going to be in the Flash? He looks a little thinner. I will say that he looks way thinner. He looks thin, though. He looks scary thin. But just hear me out. If it is for a role, I know that, like, and this is just something that I have heard and seen a little bit with, you know, just movies overall. Mm-hmm. Men can bulk up pretty fast. So I think because even even freaking um, walking Phoenix, like mm-hmm. he was dangerously thin, um, yeah. only eating like certain things. And then he got back to his normal weight within like two weeks when he was like, OK, I need to fucking eat everything I see now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Ben Affleck would be able to get back into that shape if it is for a role. But like I said, we 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 are saying if we have no yeah. clue whatsoever what is going on, um, we haven't seen um, Anna at uh-huh. all since yeah. like for a couple months now. Like I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen her because she was with him like every freaking day of the pandemic when yeah. like you know the beginning of twenty twenty. But near near the middle and end, we haven't really seen her at all. So I don't know if he's yeah, going to break up or what, yeah. but. Nah, pfft, who knows? I mean, I'd be heartbroken about losing Anna too. So, um, yeah, that is, yeah, he looks scary thin. I was so confused by the Batman stuff, but bringing me all the way back to the point I wanted to make was I'm getting really tired of not having a consistent DCEU. Like, I've I've been very outspoken about not having multiple Batman. I don't want it. We're starting to see this in the comics. So now I'm getting it in the comics and the movies. And I'm just like, you know, that's the that's the only thing I'll praise about the MCU is how like linear and structured it is. And the DCEU, look, I know about the multiverse, but it doesn't mean I want to see a million Batman movies. It's just like I don't want to see a million comics. Yeah. And like, I just want one Batman that I could be like, dude, Christian Bale's the best. Or, dude, Robert Pattinson's the best. Not like, Robert Pattinson was good, but this moment with Michael Keaton was really awesome. But then Ben Affleck's seen it. Like, I don't want that, man. Like, I just want one Batman that's going to hang out with everybody else, and we're going to get a fucking Justice League. Like, you saying that, I will say this. 
the one thing that I have like been scrolling past the most on my Twitter, on my TikTok feed is that stupid guy that's like, what DCEU is doing yeah. wrong. And I yeah. immediately scroll up. I'm like, nope, don't want to hear yeah. it. Because here's the I thing. Think. MCU has their formula. Yeah. DC needs to find theirs. Mm-hmm. But the people that think, oh, if Kevin Feige was in charge of DC, everything would be fine. Like, yeah. fuck that shit. No. Like, they're, the, the whole point of DC and Marvel being separate is that they are, you know, best at what they, yeah. that they each individually do. Yeah. And I will tell you, Snyder shouldn't be the Kevin Feige. He was never supposed to be the Kevin Feige of DC. He was supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, basically the John Favreau of DC, mm-hmm. which is, hey, here's my small little niche. I'm going to work with that. I'm going to do what I do best there. And that's that. And that's what John Favreau, John Favreau to do it. <laughs> Dude, I would love, I would honestly love a John Favreau uh, freaking Nightwing movie. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, totally be I mean, everybody it. says he's he's killing it on Mandalorian. I haven't watched it, so yeah, he uh, he he is. I would love yeah. a John Favreau Nightwing movie. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I've been seeing that as well. Although I did see another kid today that said uh, something about Endgame about how Thor should have been the one to do the snap, so it would have got rid of his arm and he would have got his arm from the comics, and that Hulk should have been the one to fight uh thanos because he got his ass kicked in the first movie and i was like that does make so much more sense like hulk didn't do shit no and And, there's uh, another theory that tony actually knew about the uh the soul stone needing somebody to sacrifice their life so mm -hmm. he knew either uh hawkeye or black widow were were gonna die and they he didn't tell them it would have been added more drama that's the one thing i wish mcu had more of is drama like i like Endgame because I was like, all right, I know people are gonna die. Like this, it makes it interesting for me. Consequences, uh, yeah, for real. And again, I I tell this to everybody, and I'm like, dude, tell me what happened in Infinity War besides the snap. And everybody's like, mm. <laughs> what else happened in that movie? Nothing. It's just a snap's the one thing you remember because you're like, oh my god. And I was like, ah, other than that, it's fucking ain't shit. Um, but speaking of, I'm tying everything together today. Somebody that was in the MCU that should have been the one to kill Thanos because his story means nothing now. Fucking Dave Bautista as Drax. His whole thing was to kill Thanos, and Thanos is dead now. What does he do now? And Guardians 3, just be invisible? Um, It came out that he passed on Suicide Squad for Zack Snyder's uh, zombie movie, which is hella intriguing on why. I think more so if... Because I think Batista has been on, uh, what's his name? Freaking uh, shit. Um, No, no, no. There's there's the fucking podcast. Um, Rosenbaum's podcast. Michael Rosenbaum's uh, Inside of You podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And Batista loves doing character like jobs. Like yeah. he he enjoys the Drax. He enjoys mm-hmm. like the superhero genre. He said that in his interview that he did. But yeah. he loves to just go out of the box. And mm-hmm. so with him being in a superhero genre, Suicide Squad 
was kind of in his box already. So he wanted to go outside of it with Army of the Dead. And I appreciate that, you know, trying to just do different things. And that is probably why he also grabbed the role for Dune. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, Yeah, I just thought this was very curious because like we were questioning it like, oh, man, it sucks that he's not going to be in Suicide Squad because he's going to be in Zack Snyder's thing. But I didn't know if it necessarily had a choice. You know what I mean? But now it seems like, oh, yeah, I picked that one over like James Gunn when he went like he literally put his career on the line for James Gunn. So like it was pretty nuts for him to be like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go work with Snyder. You know what I mean? Like it's interesting. There was also like those weird posts that he was doing for a bit where it just seemed like he was kind of depressed. And then he got all those tattoos on his hands that were like superheroes. And he was like, go out and do what you want for life and stuff. It just seemed like very odd for him. Um, And it's when people were saying that he auditioned for Bane. So it's pretty crazy that he auditioned for Bane in Matt Reeves' movie when he could have easily probably just been Bane in James Gunn's movie, which hopefully if there's a Suicide Squad 2, maybe he'll go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because what would be amazing is if James Gunn's like, hey, you're going to be Bane in the next movie. I need you to film this end credit scene at the end of Santa Prisco where you're breaking out of a jail or something like that. That would be like, pretty cool. I, I pretty appreciate cool. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was very interesting. That news came out recently that, um, yeah, he picked uh, Snyder's movie over that. So I'm excited to see what happens in this Snyder movie. Snyder has finally said that it's going to be like zombie mayhem. So I'm interested to see what happens with it. Um, But for the most part, that is all the entertainment news we have, ladies and gentlemen. It's kind of all over the place, but it's kind of how this week has been. But moving on, we actually have uh, comic books now. We can finally talk about future states. And uh, before we jump into that, we do have, unfortunately, Metal 7 and Shattered Dream. I don't even know what the fuck that one's called. I didn't care about it. It's Shattered Universe. uh, Shattered... Generations, generations shattered. Yeah. So, did you read either of these? No, I did not. So, I I actually flipped through both of them, mm. um, just like looking at the pages or anything. I will say, uh, you know, freaking Greg Capullo's art actually looked pretty decent in this one. Um, yeah. I was kind of getting sour on his stuff just because he was get, getting so connected to Snyder, mm-hmm. but. You know, the art is decent. You know, it looks, some things look pretty cool, but I'm still uninvested in the story. Like, even with this going into freaking um, Future State, I was still very much like, "Eh, I don't care about it, you know? Yeah. No, I didn't give a shit about this at all. Um, There was some cool visuals in there. Wonder Woman turns solid gold in this, which is so dumb. Um she the thing is sucks is had snyder just paid attention like she's gotten power-ups recently that were cool like she basically went super saiyan and like should have just kept with those like um but yeah she went i don't know they're 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 going into the super campy here obviously so she was solid gold fighting um you know whatever they call him now nightmare batman whatever manhattan guy uh and then there was, I, as I was scrolling through, I saw the Nightmare Robin, or what do they call him? The King Robin? The Robin, Robin King, yeah. Yeah, the Robin King. Uh, this is how much I don't care about this series, guys. Uh, I don't know anything. 
and he's like talking shit about Batman and Batman has this one moment where he's like, I can finally, it feels better to say this. We're all Batman except you. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was stupid, but it's just like, he's got the Bane Batman behind him. And it's like, I'm pretty sure all of these other Batman that are standing behind him have all killed people. Like, is there, where is the Batman with the morality now? You know what I mean? Even a dead Batman, I feel like would still have morals. Uh, And then, oh yeah, Alfred came back too in that scene. And I was like, oh yeah, it's time to finally put this kid down and shit is basically what he says. Um, Then Superman's fighting somebody in the space and blah, 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 blah. They just had to fit that Sergeant whatever face in here. like Sergeant Rock, yeah. You know, like I know Tom King like writes about him. Tom King wants to write a Sergeant Rock story. That's what I'll read. I don't need him in this. Like, um, Then Wonder Woman finds her old self and they have a conversation about like everything that's ever happened matters now and you won't remember it and I won't remember it, but it matters and blah, blah, blah. This is how we're redoing the new universe. And that's essentially the way this comic ends. And then there's like a smiley face looking Superman at the end with all the other superheroes smiling at him and, um, you know, parties galore and there's all these different multiverses and we see some of the future state characters at the very end and Sergeant Rock is with the Golden Age heroes and I don't really give a fuck. We haven't read this since like issue two. Basically. So, um, yeah, that's that's our metal review. Sorry it sounds so bitter and shitty, but I don't <laughs> care. Like it doesn't do anything. And this is gonna be a bigger point for me going when we going forward when we talk about the future state comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but same thing goes with the shattered generations or whatever. I did not know uh what's his face had panels in here uh ramita jr i was like oh god yeah i was like no um but i thought you i could have sworn you told me that there was a lot of batman in this it it didn't seem like there was a lot of batman until the very end well Um, well not a lot of batman by himself batman is actually in here like from the like i would say because there's a total of 80 pages. I would say mm-hmm. Batman is in here for at least 60 of those pages. Really? I don't know. I yeah. felt like he wasn't in there a lot. Um, but I mean, I did flip through it pretty quickly. But I just like, I don't know. I think there are certain characters that I just don't give a damn about when it comes to comic books. And this like Jungle Boy character, I just don't care. Like I just, there's nothing interesting about him in my opinion um and then him being like the center of attention and getting booster golds um time travel like it's a gauntlet in the future uh and then traveling through time and being getting everybody and calling it the goneness and i know he's supposed to be talking like uh, it's weird he's in the future right but it's like prehistoric or is he in the past no he is the last he he is the last human on earth basically okay so, so it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's in the very, 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 very far future. Yeah. So, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't care. And, yeah, so we get an old, like, Booster Gold or whatever. And he's just going through time and he's getting all of these different heroes. And I just, I just didn't care, man. Like, it's, I, I actually enjoy the Golden Age. There's some gold, old Golden State stories that I really enjoy. But when you're going to give me so much Golden Age... 
that I've never seen, characters I've never heard of, and you're just going to throw it all in this like 80 page massive issue. I just, it's hard for me to get interested. Like it's also like reading an old school, like have you ever tried to read infinite crisis on earth? Like it's such a hard read. It is a hard read because especially for people who are getting into comics now or mm -hmm. got into comics in more of the like modern age. Once again, people may think he's a shitty person now, but Jeff Johns kind of made it for the modern age in infinite yeah. crisis. He was yeah. able to explain it in a way that's like, not so like, Oh my God. And then he yeah. made a story about it. Totally understandable. But if you try to read the freaking Wolfman Perez, infinite crisis, it is a lot of information really, really quickly. And it can kind of be overwhelming. Yeah. Small panels, with caption boxes and dialogue yeah and it's just like it's too much like anybody that does dialogue boxes and caption or like an inner thought bubble thought bubbles oh yeah that's what it is it's dialogue bubbles thought bubbles and caption boxes i'm so glad for whoever invented like hey why don't we just do thoughts in caption boxes i'm like yes that's the smartest thing anybody's ever done yeah um because thought bubbles just look ugly they just look ugly. I'm sorry if anybody loves the thought bubble, but I just always thought they just don't look visually pleasing. Um, anyways, yeah. I didn't really see anything in that book that was interesting or cool. There was some no, cool art in there, but... There's this the one moment where... um, You know the phrase fridging? No. So there's a phrase that is called fridging... It came from comic books and it's made its way through every piece of uh, visual creativity, whether it be TV, movie, books, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because of Green Lantern. Kyle really? Rayner, his girlfriend, uh, there was, I can't remember which villain, but in order to progress Kyle Rayner's story, they killed his girlfriend, chopped her up into pieces and put her in the in, in the fridge, in the in, mm -hmm. in his actual fridge in his apartment. And yeah. then at one moment, he goes into his apartment, opens the refrigerator, and there she is in pieces. Mm -hmm. So they call the fact that like you're killing a woman character just to progress the male character. They call yeah. it fridging a character. Mm -hmm. In Generation Shattered, there is a woman who is like. And it's it's a toy or it's a robot or whatever. It's not an actual oh, human. Oh, yeah, I saw that part. But there's, like, multiple of them. And I know several people that are huge fans of Kyle Rayner. I'm a huge fan of Kyle Rayner. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well. This is yeah. not going to go well. And the only reason why is because DC was doing Silver – well, not Silver Age, but, uh, but they were doing the Kyle Rayner run omnibuses. Mm -hmm. There's a total of three that were going to come out. They released the first two and they canceled the third one. Was that when the fridging thing happened or what? Well, kind of, yeah. But then they throw this in our face. Like, um, mm -hmm. you're not going to get that third omnibus, but you're going to get this fridged character. Here you go. But isn't that an, an OMAC uh, homage? I'm pretty sure. Isn't the first issue of OMAC like he's chasing after? That's like a sex toy in the future. 
if I'm not mistaken, I think that's an OMAC thing. Mm-hmm. Like that weird ass comic book. If I'm not mistaken, his very first issue has that thing in there. That's when I saw it. I was like, oh shit, that's a deep cut. Yeah. I think that's what that is. I don't know if there's any really any reference to that or if people are just not, don't know OMAC. So, um, yeah. Cause like, I'm pretty sure if I type in, if I'm not mistaken, cause I want to say Tom King's mentioned that a lot and that's how I've known about the character. But Omak is this weird ass character from back in like the seventies or eighties that had a mohawk, and on his well, very he's also first... in the book. He's also in this book. Oh, is he? See, so Omak twenty cents issue number one. He's literally throwing that thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you look up an Omak uh, issue number one, he's throwing that character. So I don't know if that has anything to do with Kyle Rayner, to be honest. Okay. Um, it's, yeah. Um, so if you want to go drop some knowledge on your friends who were saying that or whoever, be like, it's Omac, bitch. Because uh, he was a one-man army. And I don't know why he's chunking those girls like that. But um, yeah. Uh, so anyways, other than that, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like this is just, if this is what we're to expect in the future, I'm just kind of scared. Like if we're going to get these mashups of like Golden Age and Silver Age and Modern and blah, 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 blah. Like... I just, I don't, I think there's very little, little writers out there that can make this work. Mm-hmm. Um, because this wasn't interesting. I, I tried to read it and I was like, I'm just going to flip through the pages. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Um, so moving on from those two things we didn't read, did you actually read Harley Quinn though? Yes, I did. Okay. And your thoughts on Harley Quinn? It wasn't that great. I I, w- I was really disappointed because the artist that is a part of this book is uh, Simone uh, or what what's his uh, yeah Simone Domino uh, Domino mm-hmm. um, he is a Power Rangers artist so okay. I was really excited to see him on this book the intro to this book looks awesome yeah. and then when you get to the point where she is a prisoner it's just all repetitive stuff that we've seen harley do in other people's books yeah and it like even the art wasn't that visually appeased like appeasing to me because Mm -hmm. there was nothing happening yeah it was literally just one room crane was talking to her hey we're trying to find this person how do i find that person Okay, we'll set a trap. Okay, now we've caught him. Now we're going to try to find another person. And the thing that worries me about this is, yeah, you have really awesome art. But this is only going to be a two-issue story. Yeah. Where is it going to go next? Because yeah. you, I feel like if this is how, if this is the pace of the book, don't even bother with a second issue. Yeah. Because it's not yeah, going to go anywhere. How they're going to do it. Um. So, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, the art I thought was phenomenal. It was it was interesting to see new character designs, you know, for these characters. Yeah, yeah, for real. But, yeah, like Pig looked dope. Professor Pig, like his Dude, design was freaking cool. Firefly looked awesome. Yeah, Black Mask's is old, like his style was dope too. Um, and like, so yeah, like the, the art is phenomenal in this book and the, the art carries the book. Because the story itself is not great. Um, 
I told this to Clay. Essentially, this story is the Harley Quinn story that we're getting from Sean Murphy's wife. Like, she's working for the authority now, like, because she has inside knowledge on criminals. If we really want, it's a stretch, but we're getting that story already in a very great way from fucking, uh, oh, wow, am I blanking on her name? Harley Murphy. Uh, no, not Murphy. Oh, like, uh, Cami Garcia. There you go. Thank you. Shit. Um, yeah, we're getting we're getting a great story of her working with authorities there. But mm-hmm. like, you can't tell me another Harley Quinn story where she's not working for the fucking cops. Like, it can't be that hard to make like a good Harley Quinn story where it's not over the top cringy and she's not having to be like locked up and like oh we know you're a psychiatrist so you know all these characters very well you know what i mean like there's so much more to the harley quinn character like i feel like tynan could probably do a really good harley quinn series that is not overly cringe um because he's had those great moments with her in the joker war that was probably the only things we really liked and i don't know i just it sucks that we got a really amazing art. And yeah, this story is kind of boring. Um, and it's going to carry over. Like, there's not really much else I have to say about this book. I don't know if you do. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So it, we're going to carry on to the last book, which is technically the next Batman, but there's three stories in it. So I say we talk about the other two stories before we talk about Batman. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Because the other two stories in here where one was basically the outsiders and i'm not even gonna lie to you i forgot the third one um it was with the it was the uh the arkham the arkham knights oh yes so yeah let's talk about that one first first of all like the concept of arkham knight but the one thing that annoyed me here was we have not seen the arkham knight since that amazing detective arc and I kind of hate that we see her here for the mm-hmm. first time again, because, you know, like I loved that character. I thought that character was so good. And I was waiting for her to come back because she had such a unique reason for being a villain. And we see that in this story because she's created the Arkham Knights And she's fighting the magistrate, which is the big villain in all of these stories. Yes. And I think it's kind of cool, but like she's going around, like they're trying to find a killer croc. They find him and she's like, will you pledge allegiance to me? And he's like, do I have a choice? And she's like, of course you do. So she's like, she's this villain you actually care about because her motives go against Batman. But she's like, I'm fighting to make villains better people. So you're kind of like, uh, like, like if she's you doing were, it for good. If you remember the her motivations in the beginning of Tomasi's run, she wasn't like pure evil. No, it was just for the fact that they were skewed with yeah. like the her memory of like how her mother died. You know, yeah, she thought Batman killed her mother. Yeah, so yeah. you know having that kind of continue on here i appreciate i was like okay yeah. this writer actually wanted to keep that part of her in here which i mm-hmm. absolutely loved um and even like 
the whole thing with Dr. Phosphorus, I was like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah. But it, I guess it would make sense. We don't know how much time has passed, but mm-hmm. it can't be that much because the Arkham Knight is still kind of young. She looks really young yeah. in the face. Um, Harvey Dent looks really young in the face still. Um, mm-hmm. Zaz is a part of that team as well. So, yeah. and their whole entire mission was like when you first see it, they are looking for what are they looking for exactly? Because are they looking for truck? Well, that was their second objective. Because, the, like, I believe in the no, I guess it is their first objective. It yeah. just seemed like they were trying to do something in the beginning of the book, but then they're mm-hmm. well, no, no, Croc was their first objective. That's right, Croc was their first objective, and then their second objective was to basically um we will find out later in the next backup issue because they haven't really said it um you keep hearing this dialogue between the arkham knight and harvey dent or Mm two-face whatever you want to say um and they're kind of being vague of what they're trying to do um yeah you know but there is this grand mission you know Mm -hmm. and of course the arkham knight is still very like uh like she's her speech is very what's the word yes and she's like like prophets and all of this you know the sun is rising you know all of that stuff so you know you can still kind of see she's kind of crazy but yeah it still works it works out yeah yeah no i think the character's really good and like i said she was making when we first get introduced to her she was trying to recruit robin like you know, and I think she was just a really solid character and I wanted to see more of her because if I'm not mistaken, she gets broken out of a caravan at the very end of the last time we saw her. Mm-hmm. Like, and because she has villains that want to follow her. And I'm like, that is cool because you don't ever really see a lot of villains wanting to work with other villains, but it's because they're like, we saw her grow up. Like we, we want, you know, we're down to let her help us because she's been there forever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's funny because they're all older than her, but they know that she's always treated them in a different light. You know what I mean? Like she's never considered them villains. She's considered them friends. And um, so I always thought that was an interesting aspect that I would love to see more of from a character. You know, instead of like Batman always having to fucking fight and beat the shit out of everybody. It's interesting when there is a villain with a, you know, a morality that some people would probably, you know, be like, uh, oh, this person has a point, you know, it's that meme, you know, it's like, oh, they have a point. So yeah. like, I don't know. I think it's very interesting. Uh, it's basically, it would be like if Batman Arkham Knight is basically Batman fighting for Arkham. If people were trying to kill them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's kind of cool. Cause you can then assume like, okay, the castle is Arkham and its leader is the Arkham Knight. So I think that's kind of cool, but, I thought that was an interesting thing. It just sucks that, and this is going to be my bigger point in every other story and everything that I've read so much from Future State, is I don't like that I have no idea what the fuck's going on. How did the magistrate get here? Who is the magistrate? Who's leading the magistrate? Like, they're in all all the comics. Yes, but I also think that this is, um, we are getting those breadcrumbs mm-hmm. from the end of Tomasi's run and we will get them 
from Tamaki's run because Dan Mora has already shown us the um, a little bit of what's going to be in the first issue that they come back to. And it has these like Red Hood-esque security guards. What are they called again? They're called... Um, I have no idea. They They make it a point to like name them. They are called... Um, shit. What are they called? I don't even remember seeing that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, they do look like the Red Hood for sure. Uh, I just don't know what uh, magistrate has been. Yeah, I don't know. Peacekeeper, peacekeepers, and they're numbered. They're peacekeeper one, peacekeeper 12. I think that, um, Dan Mora and Tamaki are going to be introducing the magistrate when we go back in time. In mm-hmm. the current timeline of comics in March. Yeah. And I guess, like, that doesn't really sit well with me. Because we're going to have these books for a month or two. And then we're going to go back to that. And you're just going to tell me a story leading up to that? Like, I don't care. Like, you should have just told me the story. Then did Future State. You know what yeah. I mean? Do Future State in august or however long it's going to take to get there and that way you could have built up to all of this and then like all right bam two months of future state and did oh did you guys like it uh or continue it and no and then you know but going back and what what do you do like what are they going to do when they reach this point about finding out who the magistrate is do we just are they going to defeat them here or is it going to continue or and that's the thing if you read the little like gimmick that they have in front of every in front of or at the very end of every mm-hmm. book it says here the multiverse has been saved from the brink of destruction with victorious uh, with victory comes new possibilities as the triumph of our heroes shake loose the very fabric of time and space from the ashes of death metal comes new life from the multiverse and a glimpse into an unwritten into the unwritten worlds of tomorrow. This is all a possibility, not yeah. our actual future. So if we like it, they can write it in. If we don't like it, then they can act like it never happened. Yeah. I guess that's just the thing that annoys me, you know? Like don't, like don't future, tie it into the main stories. Future you know? State itself is a MacGuffin. It's yeah. just like a, hey, we're going to try to make some money off of this. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. And that that's kind of what annoyed me about every story I read. Like, this is going to go nowhere. You know what I mean? It's like what you said about Harley Quinn. Like, we have one more issue. And then what? Like, who cares? And Yeah, but like, there's also some books that are actually moving forward. Like... Uh, um, you're a floor with yeah. Wonder Woman. You know, she's moving forward. She's actually getting a CW show. Um, the Suicide Squad and Swamp Thing from Future State, I'm pretty sure their titles um, are moving forward in March. So we are mm-hmm. getting stuff from Future State, but who made the choices of which ones go forward? Because those books may not sit well with the readers, you know? Yeah. Well, I said just from looks, Joelle Jones's Wonder Woman was going to make it. Like, I just knew it. I was just like, yeah, she's she killed that design. P- 
people love it already and she's a latina wonder woman like fucking who wouldn't want that you know what i mean it doesn't it also doesn't hurt that like dc had a huge presence at ccxp which is in brazil and they're like oh yeah look you you loved wonder woman here's your own wonder woman and then you can just plaster that all over brazil you know what i mean um so yeah like I knew that was going to be a hit just like I knew punchline was going to be a hit, you know? And that's probably, I think she's the only thing that over time will survive because I think you can have her stay in South Africa, protect Brazil and all of that jazz. And she never even has to come in contact with the rest of the DC universe. If you don't want her to, you know what I mean? And I think that could be the second wonder woman book where Batman has detective Superman has action all of that like just all right we have two wonder woman books it's just it's two different characters and it might survive we'll see and if not she could be the sidekick to wonder woman very easily Mm -hmm. um just like nightwings and batman all that jazz so i don't know uh we did have another one called the outsiders which was pretty cool survived mostly i mean mostly had katana in it uh I will admit the 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 panel layout and like her just being a like a complete badass. I really appreciated, but the two double page spread. Yeah, where she yeah, goes into cool. the into the building and everything. Yeah, um, it builds a good story, but mm-hmm. if these are backups, the only good thing about this, if these are backups for the next Batman, the next Batman gets four issues while everything else gets two issues. Um, yeah. And so is the Dark Detective. The Dark Detective gets four issues. Everybody, everything else gets two, and then yeah. two Superman books will also be getting four, while everything else gets two. Yeah. So we will probably get four stories that connect the Arkham Knight and um, the Outsiders. Yeah. So we'll get more story with that, but I mean, what happens with everything else? Like. The fact that I'm only getting two issues of Nightwing, mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in that. Yeah. Yeah, especially if he's not going to be in any of these. So in this book, we find out that uh, the Signal is the most wanted person, which is very interesting. Because yeah. cause he's black. like And with like, no mask. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Like, yeah, he's wow. not wearing his helmet. Yeah um like i don't know so he's the most wanted he was getting some people out of gotham that i guess were helping him uh inside of gotham so he got them out um tatsu who is uh katana was like i told you not to do this why are you doing this and he says why he did it and she's like you know basically says i I can't always be there i can't always help you whatever and she takes off to go fight some more people she's going after what is his name who i still think should have been the terminator basically yeah, um, um, he makes a return in this book. I, for, I forgot his name. Here, yeah. let me look at yeah. it real Caliber. quick. Yeah, uh, he's here, and I was like, okay, this is a cool callback to you know Edwards' run, Brian Edwards, right? Um, yeah, I, I like Hill. I, I Brian Edward Hill. Yeah, Hill. There you go. Um, yeah, I thought that was a cool callback. I was like, all right, Caliber was a cool character, and I was just like, all right, that's cool. And and they had a nice little like fight between each other. She has like a badass new sword, which looks kind of dope. Looks like a lightsaber, pretty much. And uh, she's about to get basically beat down, and then she's saved by a black lightning bolt. And we know that Tatsu 
and uh, Black Lightning kind of had a romance thing going on in that book and never really fully fleshed out. But at the end of it, they were kind of like, well, why don't we figure out our new paths in life together? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, interesting. But now it seems like Black Lightning is literally a physical lightning being. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Tasu says, oh, you've been cursed. And he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, that doesn't matter right now. And I'm like, how does that not matter? You were literally like legit energy. You you were not you don't have a physical body. Like, how is that not important? Um, But he says that somebody uh, is a mole out of the people that Duke brought into the outside. Because that's yeah. what they call it. They call out the, everything outside of Gotham. They call it the outside, yeah. um, which is a little on the nose. And I was like, ah, whatever. But this I enjoyed. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it because of the art. The art was actually kind of appealing after a while. Um, yeah. Uh, the badass looking samurai gear that Katana has now looks pretty legit. Um, mm-hmm. I did like her jetpack until it got blown up. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I think the biggest problem of this book, unfortunately, which it wasn't bad, it just wasn't compelling. And I do have one small problem with it is the actual title, The Next Batman. I like the two yeah. backups, but I did have issues with The Next Batman. All right. What was your what was your reasoning? Because I have some issues with this book, too. DC did not need to tell us that it was Tim Mm -hmm. because you never see him. You never see his face with the bat suit. Yeah. And the way the book shows it is, oh, this is totally freaking Luke Fox. Mm -hmm. But if we already know that it's Tim, the reveal when we finally do see his face is not going to matter. Yeah. Unless DC fucking did a huge twist on us and it's like, ah, suckers, gotcha. It really is Luke. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be weird. But I don't think yeah. that's the case because yeah. we've seen the art with, oh, what's his name? Jace. Not not yeah. Tim. Oh, but, yeah. No. Yeah, that's so stupid. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so that was my biggest gripe is that, like, his dialogue was okay. There was like some parts that I was like, and eh, it's a little too on the nose. But um, I think the biggest thing for me is that you don't see him actually being Batman. You just see Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole sell of the book, you know? Yeah, I will say that the opening panel and opening fight was kind of cool. You know, him chasing down a rapist uh, looked kind of dope. And, you know, I'm always down with rapists getting their ass beat. So that was kind of cool. We find out that, yeah, masks are outlawed. Um, Masks are very political at the moment. Yeah. So (laughs) they're outlawed. Um, So, I mean, a certain certain reader group would be like, yeah, no masks. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. We. So the thing, again, like you're not telling me how you got to this point and it annoys me. And like, I can deal with stuff like Tom King's, right? Like where he's jumping through three eras. I think that's interesting what he's doing in Rorschach. That's interesting because of the way it's written, but here you're just at a fixed point and you're just like, all right, this is where we're at. And I'm like, how, how did you get there? 
And like, you know, we're dealing with the magistrate and all this jazz. And I guess what annoys me about this book is like how they're promoting it, right? They're promoting it with this whole, uh, it's multiple possibilities or whatever. Not in Batman, because this story is pretty much playing in from Tynan's run. So it is not a multiple different universe kind of thing. No, this is the continuity line because we've seen all of this. Like we know what has happened here. Like we, we've seen this apartment before. We've seen Luke Fox. We know his sister's got some issues or whatever. And it's just like, all right, whatever. You know, this one of multiple possibilities, whatever. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, the magistrate's in here. And there's Bane gains that are not Bane, it doesn't look like. They don't look no. like Bane. No, it does not look like Bane whatsoever. And I think this was one of the biggest things, right? We felt like something was going to get played with when it came to this writer, right? Like, it's going to be a social issue. It's going to be something like that. He went straight for the gangs and gun thing. Like... Mm -hmm. I felt that was a little on the nose, like, all right, you got to kill somebody because gangs and like, this is how we'll protect you and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I think you could have done a lot which more. Which also is not Bane's thing. No, not at all. But the thing is, too, I don't know. And this is what kind of like, I don't know what, uh, I forget his name, his name, the writer's name. John Jeffrey Wright? John, John Ridley. Ridley. Jeffrey Wright. Where the fuck did I get that from? Um, John Ridley. I don't know if he saw that classic like um, Alex Ross Batman with the black child and the gun. And he oh, was like, I yeah. want to write that story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, there's been a lot of, and it's unfortunate because now that I think about it, there's been plenty of times where Batman has taken guns from kids and they're always black kids. So like, yeah, you just know, recently, uh, we both read that, uh, that uh, story. Yeah, and he takes a gun, a gun from a black kid there. And then he throws it away, and then the other black kid finds it. And yeah. it's just like, all right. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like pulling, you know, from the same fucking Batman can every time. And then, yeah, we have that weird encounter between Luke Fox and his brother Tim. And this is what I hate when comics do this right because like the first question as a, a logical reader you're like how is tim good enough to be batman somebody who's trained their whole life to be this badass how is tim able to be batman and they throw in this one line for everybody and it's like oh i was in the military and i'm like bro like just because you're in the military does not mean you're good enough to be batman you know what I mean? Like Batman kicks the ass of the military all of the time. No, and, and so it's like, the the one line that got me was, "Man, I wonder how the real Batman." Nah, check it. I am the real Batman. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, why? Like, I I, I understand. I understand that Ridley is putting that in there for a reason. Yeah, um, we know that Tim is not the greatest of people or at, at one point he wasn't you know yeah um and according to luke he still isn't but mm -hmm. i don't know if john ridley is going to put enough effort into these four issues to give us the information to 
say, okay, this is how he became Batman. And instead he's going to say, here's how I'm, here's how I'm going to convince you. He is Batman. Yeah. You know? That's two different stories too. Yep. Um, yeah, man. And, and I told you from the first time we talked about this, that if you don't knock this story out of the park, no one is going to remember black Batman. And nobody's going to give a fuck about Black Batman. And that's the unfortunate thing with these racial swap characters. We want to see more of it. I want to see, like, I'd be down with a fucking Latino Batman or Black Batman. But you have to make it a good story to stick around. And if you don't, it's like, because like, you're fighting against some of the most, like, hardcore fanboys of all time. Like, Bruce Wayne is white. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like to break that stereotype is very hard, and, and I'm a thing also like, you know, you you made the point of like, oh, he went straight for the guns and drugs and all of this yeah. stuff, and Batman is so much more than guns and drugs. So yeah. why does the black Batman have to deal with the guns and the drugs? Yeah, you know, why can't yeah. he go head first into the magistrate? Why yeah, can't exactly. he fight this whole thing with you know with the no masks? You know, yeah, that's my thing. So, like, I don't know. I feel like he was just playing the hits here, and that's mm-hmm. something we talk shit about Tynan for. We we're like, Tynan's just playing the hits. Yep. And I just don't seem this just doesn't feel like a different Batman, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And some people will be like, that's perfect. It shouldn't feel like a different Batman. I'm like, but it is. Like, a, a black Batman should have different experiences than a white Batman. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And they should have a different mindset. Like, why is he doing this? Why does he care that these kids did it? Like, he didn't show me, like, he didn't, I don't, if I remember correctly, he didn't tell the kid, like, you know, there's a reason why you shouldn't be doing this. Or, like, there's a reason. He just took the gun and, like. No, he took like, the gun and he, he saved them right. from the magistrate. And he said, um. Uh, I'm going to take you to child services and then you can decide what you want to do after that. Yeah. Like that's but it. But like Bruce would have had a conversation with them. You know what I mean? Like we saw it in that book. And don't get me wrong. That may be his attitude because that was his attitude towards his brother. You know, yeah. you know, F you kind of thing. And maybe mm-hmm. he's not good with kids. That's fine. But there needs to be something there that hooks me. And right now there's literally nothing. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Tim as Batman. I didn't give a shit about... I cared more about Luke Fox. I was like, all right, it's going to be a hard sell. But then you gave me Tim? I don't know anything about Tim. So this is your chance to show me and sell me on Tim Fox. But as far as I know, I'm kind of, at the moment, every Tim I've ever met sucks dick. So you're giving me another Tim that I'm not going to like. So I'm just like, I don't know, man. Uh... I I was the only book I was looking forward to in Future State really was The Dark Detective because it's still Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, what is he doing in the future? I'm interested in Catwoman as well. And I haven't got to read Wonder Woman yet. I was interested in Harley Quinn, but it kind of let me down with the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, I'm going to take some time out maybe later tonight to read the Wonder Woman and I'm hoping that's good because the actual Wonder Woman book hasn't been good for a while, in my opinion. So I would love to see that Wonder Woman be good. But as for this, I don't know, man. You can bring in an Oscar winning writer and 
I'd, I'm still just waiting for Batcat. Like I said, it's not a horrible book. It's not like I'm, I'm like, oh man, this was like I tried to read the first page and it's horrible. No, this is I made it through the whole thing. I get the beats. It's just I wanted more. And I, yeah. it's not like I wanted more of this story. I needed more to understand why Ridley is making this choice. Yeah. You know? I I feel like this book should have had the same number of pages, but it should have been all Batman. Because mm-hmm. we have such a short window to sell me on Tim Fox's Batman that you should have just given me all of these pages. Like... Screw it. I don't need to know about the outsiders. And you could have actually included the outsiders and those other people in this Batman story. Like he's like, hey, outsiders, like I found this in the blah, blah, blah. Like maybe he works with them. Maybe he drops off stuff to them. He could have dropped these kids off to the outsiders. Like he could have done that and shown the outsiders. He could have done, you know, like, I don't know. Like there's, there's ways to include other little pockets of characters. And then you're like, oh man, like that Nightwing looks really cool. I would love that story. Like, you know, but you gave me three stories in the next Batman. Like, what do those other two people have to do with the next Batman? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, they didn't even talk to each other. So I feel like I don't think we're going to get a good story out of these four. I'm hopeful. Maybe the next one will be just fucking knock it out of the park. Now, you already have the second one. That is true. We did get it this morning. Oh, we got it this morning? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I haven't got to read that. Um, I haven't even read Dark Detective yet. So I haven't read anything from next week. Yeah, no, I haven't read anything from next week either. Um, and actually, I may be wrong. Oh, no, no. We, so on the 19th, we get Rorschach 4, oh. the next Batman 2, Nightwing, mm-hmm. Catwoman, I'm excited about that one. Dead Planet number seven, which is the finale. I forgot that series was going. And Bat Cat number two. Hey, oh yeah. Where so the we fuck get, Strange Adventures? I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's, oh, well, hold on, hold on. Maybe it's next week? I feel like Strange Adventures hasn't come out for a really long time. Yeah, Strange Adventures is not next week either. So maybe it's the last week of January. Instead of the first, oh. they moved it to the last. Wait, so we got week 19 books already? Mm-hmm. So I, I can read back at this podcast? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. All right. I got something to do later. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. All right. I'm excited about that. Um but yeah, like I don't know, man. Uh so I guess to kind of wrap wrap up our thoughts on future state, we were pumped coming in. Where are you at now? I'm a little less pumped because even if there is a story that I can enjoy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'll most likely be one that is only for two months and it's going to leave me hanging. And I'm pretty sure none of those, you know, hanging fruits will amount to anything because we go directly into a, you know, main continuity or rather that a uh, infinite frontier in March. Yeah. And I don't know where it's going, you know? Yeah. So we're essentially stuck with this for at least two years, right? Probably, yeah, most likely. So, because I I said it from the beginning, I don't think I don't think Frontier is a good idea, and I don't think it's going to be successful. Because as much as 
I don't know if it was one of those situations where a lot of the writers were like, dude, we're tired of constraints. Like we want to be able to just do our own thing. Like there was that tweet that I sent you of, I guess one of the new editors saying this, these future state books are the most freeing content you'll ever get. Like they didn't have restrictions or whatever. And if you're going to be popping out subpar books with no restrictions, that kind of makes me worried a little bit and Mm -hmm. makes me think, you need to have somebody ringing these people in because apparently they're not popping out a one content with no restrictions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and again, I feel like the no restrictions thing is supposed to be black label with a more mature audience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And again, I still feel like a majority of those books have been fantastic. So I don't know. Um, maybe I'm just getting older and I only care about that kind of stuff now, but I just think I just don't see somebody not caring about continuity going forward because I think even new readers always ask, where do I start? And then if you're just like, you can start anywhere, they're going to be like, huh? I feel like that's more confusing yeah. instead of being like, oh, read Rebirth. Oh, hey, start a new 52 or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but now it's like, it doesn't matter. You can read anything because they're all intertwined. I think that's just a turnoff. It's like going to Twitch and seeing a 30 second ad right at the start of a new person. I was like, nah, not going to do it. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm definitely not as pumped anymore. I was super pumped for Harley Quinn because of the art and the story let me down. Uh, I was super pumped to see what, you know, an Oscar award nominated or uh, did he win or is he nominated? He won, right? I'm pretty sure he won. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I was waiting to see what that would do. But of course, a lot of people on Twitter and I think some writers or editors said, you know, that's one of their biggest pet peeves is when these Hollywood people come in and think they can do whatever they want and they don't really pay attention to the source material and stuff that's going on. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, luckily, we have the next few books, so we can actually read ahead and see if it is good and be like, hey, man, we're actually really excited about these next issues coming up. We won't be able to say much for like week 19, but, you know, we could say it gets better um, or it gets worse. Uh, so I don't know, man. <laughs> It's uh, it's just I think I think we came into 2021 thinking that comic books might not be that great this year because at least for Batman, I mean, Nightwing might be dope, you know, if it doesn't get canceled. Um, and then hopefully we don't still don't know who Superman's going to be on. Uh, well, we do know that uh, it's what's his name? Um, Phillips. Um, he's taking over for the main Superman run. He's taking over for both action and Superman for a limited time. So, oh. so it might only be for a year or two years because he wants to aim for like an event and then he gets off after that. So who knows? So then, yeah. So we're stuck with frontier for about two years mm-hmm. and then some other massive crisis event, probably. No, again, uh, I hope not. I mean, the bar's low, so, like, you know, as long as you don't get camp. See, but the thing is, the the thing is, is if you were going to make everything disappear and go back to another main continuity or reboot or whatever it's going to be, you're still going to have a big event with the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Modern Age, and it's just going to be a big clusterfuck again. Like, you know, I, you know, it would be interesting an interesting story that they could write in the future. Have something start happening towards that event 
where like if there's multiple Batman, multiple Wonder Womans or whatever, like I'm talking about like the same Diana Prince or whatever, like in just different eras, mm-hmm. they just start dying for some reason. And it's like a cataclysmic thing where there can only be one, like in one main universe. You can't all coexist together. Like the multiverse is fine, but like there's one here, one there. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can't just like meet each other and be like, hi, what's going on? A la Doctor Who. You know what I mean? Like you in Doctor Who, if you meet yourself from a parallel universe, it's supposed to tear time apart. Like you can't do it for too long. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. Um and you know what? Finally do something with the fucking source wall or whatever. Like, make it the source wall is trying to correct itself. Like, do something like that. And I don't know. Because the Green Lanterns are still there. Give them something to do. <laughs> you know? Um, we still got the magic box from Arrow. What has he done? Uh, and we're yeah. still waiting for the metahumans to show up. Because they're all over the planet. Like, you know? You can do a lot. Because there's so much out there. Um, but for the most part, I'm excited that I could be back cat after this podcast. <laughs> That's my DC. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I don't know if you have anything else to really say about these books. Like, I mean, are you still, what's the, the next book you're excited to read? The next book I'm excited to read is from this week as well. It's going to be wonder woman. That's what I'm going to try to read next, uh, probably tonight. Um, but other than that, I would say. From what I've heard, the Superman stuff is okay. So I'm not sure if I'm like super excited about it. Yeah. But I think my next thing would be Nightwing. That's what I'm that's what I'm excited about. And Teen Titans. Yeah. I'm interested to see what because they're Because Nightwing do with... is a part of Teen Titans as well. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they're gonna do in that uh Tim Drake book. So yeah, I'll check oh, that but, out. Uh, Robin Eternal. Yeah, so We'll go from there. I mean, there's a lot of books. Does is Red Hood in anything? Say that is again? he in a is Red Hood in anything? Or is he gonna be the magistrate? Like is he gonna be the leader um, of the magistrate? Is that gonna be the big twist? Oh god. Um no, I don't think Red Hood is it is a part of any of this stuff. Yeah, he's probably the leader of the magistrate. So somehow he got into that, which would be ridiculous. Cause all the helmets looked like that. You guys didn't get the reference? We just changed it blue um because i think the big villain has a blue helmet doesn't he that mm-hmm. looks like red hoods yeah the blue hood that would be so stupid oh my god i would hate that <laughs> i would so hate that if red hood is the main villain oh man oh well i mean can it be worse than titan's run we'll find out ladies and gentlemen on the next episode <laughs> of um but clay you got anything coming out this week man um, yeah, so I did a, a volume one review of uh, Demon Slayer on Fanboy Comics podcast that dropped on Wednesday. Um, Everybody tells me to watch that. It, the I will say this: the anime art looks a lot better than the manga art, so I'm probably going to watch the anime pretty soon. Um, this Friday, um, the eighth, I did a Digital First Friday episode as well. Um, where I review uh, Challenge of the Super Sons and Sensational Wonder Woman number one, both digital first books. And then on Saturday, we will have our normal Shonen Jump Saturday show. Nice. Uh, was that your 100th episode? My 100th episode was uh, my last 
um, Shonen wow. Jump Saturday. So on on January second was my first uh, was my one hundredth episode. I haven't watched anime in like two weeks because I've been so jam packed with content. Uh, if you guys have not come to the Twitch channel, you should definitely come check it out. Uh, we're growing slightly every day, which is kind of cool. But definitely come hang out. There will start being Twitch, I mean, uh, YouTube live streams. Hopefully next week. If not next week, the following week. I'm still getting a lot of things in order. I'm ordering emotes and stuff like that right now. We are going to be doing a birthday stream uh, next Friday. So if you guys want to come hang out doing that, it should be a good time. And uh, yeah, just find me on TikTok. Just go to my link tree. I have so much stuff coming out. I'm like popping out content like every day it feels like um so yeah definitely go check that out but i haven't had time to watch anime like i just i want to like i'm like oh i want to do it but i'm just like i gotta get some sleep like i've just been so busy uh but i was watching fire force which is good uh like six episodes in but i'm probably gonna watch food wars next i hear a lot about that one i'm actually gonna be reading food wars this month so yeah so my friend bliss who uh she was like because i told her i was watching all these other things she was like oh if you're cool with like something that's like raunchy anime like you'll love food wars and i'm like all right damn i'm, do- I'm down <laughs> uh, but i don't know if it's like a harem or not i'm not too sure because she said that a character in there has like all these girls that like him too so i don't know if it's a harem anime because the cover didn't look that way so i was like all right i'm down she was like yeah Ch- i'll check that out i'm trying to get myself to like finish shippuden but i just can't i just can't i don't want to go back like just do it because it was just so many fillers, man. I need to find that list where it skips everything. Um, because, yeah, I was like 300 plus episodes in. And I was like, I'm, I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm not going to watch this anymore. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is what it is. But uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Very short. Oh, I was going to say very short episode. My ass this is an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> it's a lot longer than I thought it was. Uh, felt like an hour. But uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly.